Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Her name was Lakin Riley, Lakin Hope Riley. She was 22 years old, and she was murdered when she was out for a jog. Now, the Associated Press wants you to think that, you know, just don't jog alone anymore. And while that may be sound advice, that's not why she was killed. She was killed by an illegal migrant, an illegal immigrant from Venezuela, a guy who had been released in New York, which is a sanctuary state, and he killed this young woman. And there's been a lot of violence and a lot of crime in the last few years with this border situation under Joe Biden. Well, March 1st, Thursday, today, both Joe Biden and Donald Trump are visiting the border. This is dueling border press conferences. Which one will be more effective? That's next. Welcome to the Michelle Tafoya podcast. So more details are coming out about the death of Lakin Riley, the young nursing student, 22 years old, out for a jog uh, around the University of Georgia campus and murdered. And the details are disgusting. I, I feel like I should share them with you because we need to confront this. Her skull was disfigured. She was struck by blunt force trauma, killed by blunt force trauma, but she was disfigured in the process. And the man who's under arrest is an illegal immigrant from Venezuela. Crime is on the uptick. You hear in neighborhoods now that these groups of illegal immigrants are forming these sort of pickpocketing chains or you know, groups that will go and rob houses and it's all kind of in little mob groups. And we're supposed to be okay with this. And we're supposed to be doing it as a virtue signal because we're the land of immigration. And we are. We are a country that's been formed by people from all over the world. But there's legal immigration and then there's illegal immigration. And I would suggest that those people who have come in legally are really pissed off right now. They did everything right. They did everything the right way. And now all these people who are coming in illegally, just walking across the southern border. Uh, it's easier to get across the southern border than it is through some TSA lines in America. And the, the people who've done this legally and who were here and have bought into the American way believe in our constitution, believe in our values, have to be just pissed off. Why isn't everyone expected to do the same thing? So this murder of Lake and Riley has really been a sort of a, started a firestorm, if you will. People are starting to point to this murder as a result of illegal immigration. And if you just look at it, 
in an isolated instance, it's hard to argue with. This woman was alive and now she's not because a guy from Venezuela decided it was okay to murder her. There was another case years ago. Kate Steinle in San Francisco was killed by a stray bullet fired by a, an illegal immigrant and she died in her father's arms on the wharf in San Francisco, one of those, one of those docks. I mean, do people get killed by American citizens? Absolutely. And those American citizens are protected by their legal rights and so forth. They, you know, assumed innocent until proven guilty. But we've got a bunch of people, we've had millions and millions of people cross our border in the last three years under Joe Biden. Joe Biden, who ran on the notion that people should surge, rush the border. Remember that? He said that during the debates. I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come that it is their right to declare amnesty, to ask for amnesty here in the United States. Do we really think that all of these millions of people are searching for amnesty? We know that they're not. And many have gotten away. If they are, then why have some of them run from Border Patrol agents? Why are there so many gotaways? So that's a crime, crossing the border illegally to begin with. So that's number one. I think the first attempt is a misdemeanor and then it goes up from there. So why do we think that all of these people have the best intentions? Many of them do. I believe that. But then why don't they do it legally? Now, if you're in trouble, that's another story. But we've seen interviews with these people. We've seen them on film say, I'm here for a job. That's not amnesty, folks. That's not amnesty. What's going on at the border has been ignored, and now it really can't be anymore. And it really took a giant leap in terms of numbers once Joe Biden came into office and undid all of the Trump era rules, laws, executive orders that had slowed things down at the border. And now we have millions of people who have come into this country illegally and who are dispersed all over the country. And now you're having, I, I was in New York City, came out of a restaurant and walked right into police tape because a 15-year-old illegal immigrant had shot a woman in a store, right? Right around the corner from where I was having dinner. So it's not like this is just, oh, here and there, and it's nothing's changed, nothing to see here. There's plenty to see here. But what's most bothersome to me is the tone out of this White House and how it has changed and how they're trying to pretend that they've been saying the same thing all along. They have not. Like I said, Joe Biden ran on. We should we should surge the border. People who want this, who we are. Let people come and declare amnesty. That's one thing. But what has happened at the border has been an unmitigated disaster. And now illegal immigration is in many, many states, the top issue among voters. They don't like what they're seeing. They don't feel safe. And with this recent murder in Georgia, that's just sort of brought it to a head. Now, here's the problem. 
For so long, you know, Kamala Harris was the border czar and she was going to go address the root causes. What happened? Well, we, I think we gave a bunch of money to those to Venezuela and, you know, here, here's money. This will help you develop and create jobs down here so people will stay. That's, that's not happening. That's not happening. And then they said the border was secure. The border is safe. The border is secure. The border is safe. The border is secure. Let's take a listen to not only Kamala Harris. I, I mentioned what she said, but Mayorkas, the Secretary of Homeland Security, is a joke. He's one of the most feckless members of this administration. It, it's it's really disgusting. And and listen to what he says and how he couches it. Go ahead, John, my producer, roll this sound. The border is secure, but we also have a broken immigration system, in particular over the last four years before we came in, and it needs to be fixed. We agree that uh, the border is secure, but there is still more work to be done. And we have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. We're working to make sure it's safe and orderly and humane. It is my testimony that the border is secure, and we are working every day day and night, to increase its security. Do you continue to maintain that the border is secure? Yes, and we are working day in and day out to enhance its security, Congressman. The border is secure. The border, um, we are working to make the border more secure. The border is closed. Uh, We are expelling uh, single adults. The message is quite clear. Do not come. Uh, The border is closed. The border is secure. The border is secure. The border is secure. We're still enhancing that, though. So the border isn't secure, because if it were secure, why would you need to keep enhancing its security? (laughs) I mean, the rhetoric coming out of this White House, they're starting to see how politically hurt they are by what's going on at the border. And so now they're changing their tune. And whereas the first time Joe Biden went down to the border, they cleaned up whatever sector he went to and and just removed everyone, removed the the holding facilities, removed everyone so he could stand there looking like he was at a safe border. He's going to go again. And so is Donald Trump. And this is going to be a very interesting Thursday as both of them make their statements about what is a very chaotic situation, a dangerous situation, not only dangerous for Americans but dangerous for those who make the trek. I mean, we have people on the terrorist watch list who are here. We have criminals who are here. And we know this because they've already committed crimes. And why do they stay? Well, because some of these states and cities have declared themselves sanctuary cities and or states. And and just to hear the definition of a sanctuary city, A sanctuary city is a municipality that limits or denies its cooperation with the national government in enforcing immigration law. So we've got immigration law, but these sanctuary cities basically say, can't talk to us about it. We're going to deny you access to anything we know about someone who might be here illegally. We're not cooperating. We're going to let them all stay. We're going to protect them. And they say they're doing this out of a you know this virtue this uh, we you know we want to protect these people they have a right to come here well what about lake and riley's rights what about everyone else's rights what about those of us who are paying taxes 
What about our rights? What about American citizens' rights? This election, I think, is going to be that that group of people that are saying, what about us? Versus this leftist progressive movement that's saying, oh, we've got to protect everyone. Or they're not really virtue signaling. And there's a design behind all of this. I mean, we are in chaos. We are in chaos. And people are afraid to speak up about it. You know why? Because then you'll be branded. You'll be branded a xenophobe. You'll be branded a bigot. And you'll be branded those things in your workplace, on social media, wherever else. And so people are afraid to speak up. And that's got to stop. But at the very least, the one place you can speak up and not be labeled is in the voting booth. Now, this is a massive threat. This is a bigger threat than your threat to reproductive health. Because you know what? Lake and Riley will never get to have a baby or choose not to have a baby. And many other, Kate Steinle, same thing. You could say, oh, Michelle, that's only two cases. Well, you know what? Do you want to see how bad it can get? Do you want to see how far it can go? Police forces are diminishing. The ratio of police to, to, to people, to the population is shrinking. That's not good. So where do you want to see this go? How bad does it have to get before you actually say, all right, all right, all right. And at that point, at that point, is it too far gone? Do we get past the point of no return? That's a question. So I throw these questions at you and I applaud Dr. Phil for going on places like The View and other networks and saying, I love America. And what about us? And we want to be safe. It's interesting when you talk to some people about where do you think the happiest, safest places are on earth? They point to Sweden and Switzerland. And Do you know how restrictive the immigration laws are in Sweden and Switzerland, particularly Switzerland? They are tight as a drum. And they do that to maintain their way of life. Because you know what? There's nothing wrong with their way of life. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be safe and happy and feel secure and have a job and be productive and raise children or not raise children. There's nothing wrong with that. But for some, people see that as greedy. They see that as elitist, white supremacy, whatever they want to label it. And so if you're for those things, you are somehow a bigot or a xenophobe or whatever other phobe they want to call you. I think it's time to speak up. And if you can't do it out loud, at least do it at the voting booth. I'm, I'm so tired of people not standing for this country, not being proud of what we've accomplished here. It's not perfect, but it's better than most. Why do you think so many people want to come here? If it's so bad, why do so many people want to come here? It'll be an interesting Thursday. In the meantime, be brave, speak up, and do good. One good thing today. And I'll see you next time. 
Friday, President Biden said that he does not believe the border is secure, which is different from what uh, Secretary Mayorkas has testified multiple times on the Hill. Him asking for it, him saying that we need to deal with the border security, as Mayorkas, as we all here have been doing at the White House, I think shows that, yeah, we have, there's an issue at the border, we need to deal with it. If the border is secure, as the administration has said, then why would we need to send 1,500 active duty U.S. troops down there? Because we need more work. We need more work needs to be done, Peter. The border is secure, but we also have a broken immigration system, in particular over the last four years before we came in, and it needs to be fixed. We agree that uh, the border is secure, but there is still more work to be done. And we have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. We're working to make sure it's safe and orderly and humane. It is my testimony that the border is secure, and we are working every day, day and night, to increase its security. Do you continue to maintain that the border is secure? Yes, and we are working day in and day out to enhance its security, Congressman. The border is secure. The border, um, we are working to make the border more secure. The border is closed. Uh, We are expelling uh, single adults. The message is quite clear. Do not come. Uh, the border is closed. The border is secure. Well, there certainly is not an open border. Uh, we are continuing to employ our immigration proceedings and process and restrictions at the border.